Thank you for celebrating 20 years with the Indian School of Business. To fondly remember this milestone, we bring to you ISB is 20, a collection of 20 stories told through conversations with the founders, deans, professors, staff, students, and alumni. We attempt to celebrate the impact that ISB has had on management education and research. Starting our journey in 2001, with a graduating class of 128 students, ISB has grown today into a recognized world-class institution. This series helps us pause and reflect on what brought us where we are today and the path that lies ahead. In this episode, Maul Shri and Ramanan, the founding class students of 2001, recount about their journey at ISB. So I was pursuing the pure sciences in St. Xavier's Bombay. I had done my bachelor's in microbiology and that is what I had finished at that time and I had gone back to Indore, which is where I'm from. And it was an important point in my life because what happened in those three years at Xavier's was that I got an excellent education, but at the same time, I realized that sciences is not what I want to do. And I didn't want to do another two years of something that I already know that I don't want to do. And I want to give the credit to my parents for allowing me you know, for actually making it possible and making it acceptable. Because I was a good student, I'd got the grades and they were like, you know, you could have a career in genetics and this is the future and science is good. But when I told them that I have not enjoyed what I've done for the last three years, that was enough. And I think to have that foresight, I'm a parent now and I know that uh, how I travel and navigate that path of not making my dreams her dreams. So I know that it would have taken courage for them to let go of what they thought I should be doing. But then they allowed me to do that. And then I started kind of just thinking about what I want to do. So I had started preparing for my GMAT and all that, which is when my father, he read about ISB in a newspaper. Like a small article that this is coming up. And, uh, but because, you know, it was just like at that time, it was an idea. And people were talking about it as an idea that this would be an idea where the top professors from Ivy League colleges will come here and they'll teach and there would be industry. But it was all an idea. There was no track record. There was no, uh, uh, you know, there was no like, okay, you could look at placements and you could look at the, you know, average salaries and you know that this is a secure thing to put your energies behind. But it was my father who suggested, why don't you, why don't you write an application to ISP? And I said, okay, fine. So it's thanks to him, actually, that I, I came to ISB. So here you had faculty like, you know, Deepak Jain coming and teaching you marketing. You had Sumantra Ghoshal. You had Mohan Birsani. I mean, you read books by these people. You don't expect them to be in front of you in a classroom and asking you, OK, Malshri, what do you think? No, that was very, very powerful. So I think that experience of excellence has kind of had a very big impact on me as an individual because a lot of times we have a notion of what excellence is but we don't really know how it looks but here that's my one big takeaway that this is how excellence looks now how I became a storyteller is quite a story in itself so I had worked for about eight to nine years in marketing and advertising the the standard definitions of success were all there it was also the time I became a mother uh, which was around 2011 and uh, and it coincided with my promotion 
which is I feel serendipity. It's like it's like you know how things come together. But anyways, I worked for about four five months after my daughter was born, and I felt that uh, I was not doing justice to either work or to her. So as a family, we took a decision that I will step off. One of us will step off, and I'll slow down. So I chose that, and we chose that together, and I slowed down. and i said okay i'm not going to do a full time role now and uh, i started working as an independent qualitative researcher because that was my background strategy marketing and uh, i also started raising my daughter and uh, it it was the best decision i took in my life i think those 10 years of watching her grow of investing in her her roots and then subsequently my son is is something that i don't uh, regret at all and something i really look back at with pride so when i think of my children uh, i i and when i think of dreams for my children i actually don't think of dreams i think of qualities right that what what i want them to have what are some of the qualities that i wish that they have throughout their life okay and some of them so i will i will tell you a few of them that i have in my mind the first is just an ability to make independent choices and be secure in their choices right if they can do that that will be great second have the commitment and the consistency to do something see uh, and i think i've learned this the the harder way that consistency is probably far more important than motivation we give a lot more importance to motivation how you do you feel like doing it can you do it on the days you don't feel like doing it because that's going to make the difference so if i can inculcate that in them consistency and discipline and third just a hunger and a drive to do good so for me it's these qualities if they they can have because then those qualities will ensure that they have their dreams and then they and that will ensure that they have the ingredients to pursue those dreams i don't have any dreams for them i want them to dream for themselves but i want to create the right fodder i want to create the like uh, i told you that i wrote a poem right pause and play and one of the things was that i wrote that the seeds are sown in terms of my children and it's time for them to grow now and it's time for me to let go so that they can discover their wings because roots i have given and i guess that's the journey you know that's that's the journey it's like it's it's what you do for your kids right you 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 sow seeds so as we sowed some seeds in us okay now how you've taken your journey how your journey has panned out it's different for different people but you've experienced something and that would always play a role of what you want to do right in terms of what you aim to do what you strive to do so it's you've experienced that so i think it's difficult to kind of do a lit, like a straight correlation but i think the thinking and the reflection somewhere also comes from an institute of excellence that you and from an institute of uh, from an experience of excellence so middle class family one sister uh, education was primary and important for all of us my dad had retired even before i completed my engineering so immediate post graduation was out of the question so i started working 
and I was always wanted to do my masters and especially MBA program. And then I started reading up that global schools like Wharton, Kellogg, London Business School are all coming together to start a new school in India. So I kept following the trajectory when this school is going to come, what is the selection criteria and all that. And what attracted me to this program was a one year program. Okay, I knew that I couldn't take a two year break. I wanted to finish it off fast and one year was very ideal for me. So when the final announcement came that the school is going to come in Hyderabad, GMAT is the way the selection process. So I wrote my GMAT and the only reason I wrote GMAT was to apply to ISB. Incidentally, when I wrote my GMAT, the center guy was telling me, when you write GMAT, you can actually send your scores to five schools. I said, I don't want to send it to five schools. I want to apply to ISB. That's why I'm writing GMAT. So that's the way the journey started. So even though I paid more as fees in ISB compared to then the top B schools at, at that point of time, the government schools, I realized that it was beneficial for me because I will be away from work for only for a year. Okay. And my parents believed in me and they said, okay, if that is what you want to do, please go ahead. So like I said, I was, I started following the school much before the school was formed. Okay. Wharton, Kellogg, London Business School coming together. So incidentally, my certificate, though it's not a degree, is signed by the three deans other than the dean of ISB. Okay. So I said that that is far more valuable. The second thing is the model itself, right? International faculty and then over a period of time building the cohort of Indian faculty or full-time faculty. That's something that attracted me. Okay, So if you go to a top school outside of India, you'll get one set of faculty that is already teaching in that school. Here we had faculty from Wharton, we had faculty from Kellogg, we had faculty from London Business School. We also had faculty from other schools which are not necessarily part of it. They all had an India connection, right? They all studied here when they became faculty and for that reason, they wanted to come back and give back to the society. So we got varied ex exposure. So that is what sort of mentally convinced me. Okay. But now that you've asked, okay, we had three founding deans. The first of the founding deans was Professor Sumandra Kosha. He had actually flown down to Chennai and had lunch with me and asked me this question. Are you sure you want to come to this school? You have seven years of work X. You have a great GMAT score. Your application is good any top school in the world will give you admission. Why do you want to come to ISB? I said the same reason why you want to become the first dean of ISB. I want to be the first batch of ISB. I didn't know at that point of time, I'll be the founding student. I, I got to know that much later. Once we came to campus and they gave us our PG IDs, I realized I was 0001. So um, we all started and um, in the month of June, July, and we all thought it was going to be great. Okay, and like I told you, I was part of the placement committee. We had decided how we'll go about uh, the placements. And uh, the first rule that we created is there was no limits. Most other schools said if you had one offer, you're out of the race. We said no, unlimited offers. That's how the placement committee worked. And we were all, we had invited a lot of companies. A lot of companies had confirmed participation. Things were going on fine. One fine night, we were all studying. 9-11 happened. And then it was mayhem. Right? There was a downturn. People had were not too sure whether they were going to come to campus for hiring. And because I was in Playcom, there was huge amount of tension in campus for some time. Finally, things took a good turn because all the executive members of Institute 
pitched in they reached out to their connects their own companies started coming to campus and we had a great pass out so if you look at my journey i've been a corporate nomad right i've never worked for a competitor i've never been in the same industry again i don't think anybody would have given me these kind of chances without my the isb e stamp i am the same person maybe the capability would have been same the stamp of isb helped give confidence to people who are hiring me saying that okay this guy can deliver okay so like i was the founding student uh, here i have founded many entrepreneurial work within the organizations that i worked so b2b business within uh, carved out within that mobility business was the first in airtel within camps starting an insurance repository was the first so i was employee number 1 there so lot of things that i've done uh, which hey, was possible because of this isb journey i'm still very passionate about the school okay so uh, i i believe that i'm i actually one of the key stakeholders of the school and i want to see the school succeed so the initial years i would give a lot of time i used to do road shows i used to do interviews uh, later when i used to come to campus the students would come and tell me you interviewed me you selected me kind of stuff so it used to be great at least for the first 10 years i used to do it very regularly after that my time commitment uh, reduced but i was always active so i was either a chapter uh, member uh, so alumni chapter lead or part of the senate so till a uh, couple of years back i was part of the senate here i've stood in elections lost elections as well in the senate but the key thing is that i wanted to give back current batch of students i mentor four of them uh, as part of the lead program so trying to see if i can get back into committing time for the school